Because it's like God is talking and, and, and speaking to us and, and uh, individually in a dynamic, impactful way, but even corporately. The, the voice of God is speaking in, into the body. And we're at a, we're at a place, we're at, we're at a moment where uh, what we want you to do is perfectly consider where you stand. Where, where do you stand? And can I just tell you something that uh, where God stands, there's no question. God, God's stance is for you, not against you. Where does God stand when it comes to, you know, fulfilling dreams and uh, healing broken hearts? And uh, you know, where does he stand? Well, we, we don't have to argue about that. We know where God stands. I said, we know where God stands. But the question is, where do you stand? Where, 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 where do you take your stand? You know, I'm reminded of a guy by the name of Shama who was next in line, uh, you know, in ranking as one of David's mighty men. And Shama went to a particular city one day and the enemies were coming in, but all the, all the soldiers packed up and ran away. And it says, but Shama took his stand in the middle of a lentil patch and until, until he defeated the enemy on his own he took a stand and I'm kind of wondering if if some of us are not in a place today where God's asking us if we if we would find the ability to stand even if everybody else leaves will, will you stand you, you know uh, uh, where where do you stand and and the thing is is that you got you got to get honest with yourself so that you can understand where you stand because if you don't understand where you stand you think you stand where you don't stand it's easy to be deceived. It's easy to be pulled away. You know, and, and in the realm of our heart, you know, it's like, uh, hey, if we're going to make a difference, we can't, we can't embrace indifference. And, and if we're going to see things we've never seen before, uh, then we have to be willing to look at what we might not have been wanting to look at. Like, we don't want anybody to see that, but especially ourselves. But how many of you understand something that, that God's not pointing stuff out to humiliate? He, he, he's drawing our attention to something to illuminate and to elevate. Like God's wanting to pick you up. God's wanting to, to, to elevate you up out that miry clay. <laughs> you know, the stuff that holds on to you. know, you feel stuck. You feel like you can't get out. You feel like if you, if you really take a big step, you're going to have to leave the boot behind. But let me just tell you something. You're not stuck. I said you're not stuck today. I said you're not stuck. I said, we can move. I said we can move. Say that with me. We can move. Say it again. We can. One more time real loud. Why is that important? Because some of us are under the impression that, well, this is just where it is. This is where it's at. No, 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 no. You don't understand. You can move forward. See, in the arena of your heart, you, you know, really there's three conditions, right? There's committed, there's compromised, and there's complacent. And what we have to do, we have to understand that, that uh, there's areas of your life where you're in, incredibly committed to God. Yet there's other areas of your heart that are compromised. And, 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 and there's areas that you've become complacent. And God's saying, no, no, what I want you to do is serve me with a whole heart. 
I, I, I want you to look at the areas where, where your commitment, you know, kind of has waned. And, and, and I want you to take a step towards commitment. In, in the areas of complacency, I want you to eradicate complacency. And, and, and I, you know, remember, uh, you, you've been, you've been, it's not that you're hot or cold. You've been lukewarm. And, and I'm asking you to make a change. I'm asking you to move. I'm at, see, God hasn't changed. You and I have. And it's, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's crazy. Luke 4.19, or Mark, Mark 4.19. Uh, you have to read it later. It's one of those. It's in the Bible. It's near chapter 4, somewhere around verse 19. It says, the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, uh, the desires for other things, choke the word. You know, the, the worries of this life. If you're going to have a life, you're going to have some worry. You know, if, if you're gonna if, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a successful life, you're gonna have to wrestle with the deceitfulness of riches. Uh, you know, the desire for other things—it's just part of life. You're gonna you're gonna want some stuff. You know, you you're gonna you're you're gonna have desires. But, but he said, man, if you don't bring those into check, man, it'll 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 choke you out. But what happens is that you get moving along through life, and you might you, you know you started off in a position of, of of red hot fire on. You know, man, you were in hot pursuit for the purposes and the plans of. God and you wanted nothing else and nothing else mattered, nothing else mattered but then somewhere along the line, worries and, and deceitfulness and, and, and uh, you know, cares and, and, they, they, and they deceive you and you end up in, in a place of, uh, of compromise and all compromise is, 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 is just like, it's the addition of duplicity, okay, it's like well, where once I took a stand well now it just depends on who's there and who's looking and what's going to happen if I, if I take that stand and where am I, we're going to go and, and all of a sudden duplicity comes in and you don't understand you don't even realize that now you become compromised in an area that once you were committed and he's saying listen where I'm taking you and what I'm going to do with you and how I'm going to empower you you, you, you need to evaluate your heart condition you, you don't, don't look across the room and think of somebody sitting over there or, or, or some relative that's not here today. You have to say, God, I want to give you permission to work in my heart, in my, in, in, you know, renew the spirit of my mind. I need you to break the chains that are binding me off of my life. I want to step into the light of the freedom. I, I want to move forward in the things of God. I want to demonstrate Satan's defeat like never before. And God, I want to get to a place. I want to get to a place that I understand that all I need is you. All I want is you, God. I, I just want more of you, more of your presence, more of your power, more of your relationship. God, I just want you. Nothing else, nothing else will do. Nothing else will do. I just want you. Nothing else. Come on, let it be your heart cry.
bring it into the workplace. How, how, God. And, and we just, you know, there, there, there was moments that we were captivated with just the idea that God is for me. It's like, you, you know, you'd have a thought and it would just like shake your life. And it was like, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. Look at the kind of love. Look at the way that God has loved us. Look at the type of love it took for God to look past all of our stuff, to go past all the mistakes that he knows I've made, to, to reach beyond, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the walls that I erected myself. Look at the kind of love that God has bestowed upon me, that he doesn't just call me some loser sinner that he's going to have pity on, but he calls me his son and his daughter. And he says, come to me and I will give you rest. You lean on me. I'll pick you up and, and, and I'll put a new song in your life. It, it, and there was a moment that, 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 that we were so captivated by God. But yet it's weird, isn't it, that we've gone from that to, to weeks that we don't even think about God. It, you know, it's, it's not a condemnation thing. No, it's, it's a revelation. It's like, oh my gosh, life is real. Pressure's real. The pace is real. But God, this is really my desire. That I would be caught up in your presence. To the point, I just don't want to leave. That I, I would just be caught up in your presence and just want to sit at your feet. That I wouldn't be coming to you to find, a, a, you know, a prosperity blessing. That I'm, that I'm not looking to you for, for healing in my body. I'm not coming to you, you know, for you to fulfill my dream and my plan. However awesome that would be if that happened. But that's not my motivator at all today. That God, that I don't come here to get something from you. But I come to bring myself to you. because I don't want to just be someone who knows about God I definitely don't want to be someone who's oblivious to God I want to be someone who's with God I don't need a promise I don't need a promotion I don't need a product I just need your presence. I just want to be caught up in your presence so that when I leave this place, I'm not the same as when I came. I want my thoughts to be realigned to your thoughts. I want my ways to be redirected by your ways. I, 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 I want my desires to be consumed with a desire for you. God, I refuse to stand in, in a position of compromise when I can take a step and be committed to you. God, I'm sorry for, for the complacency of my life. I'm sorry, God, for the, for the decisions that I've made that were best for me, that I've only considered me, my flesh, my desire, my position, my, my, my myself. But God, I come to a place today where I just open 
open up to you and I say, God, I'm sorry. And, and, and I know that instantaneously forgiveness is available to me. And I'm going to leave this place so on fire for you, God. That's going to change me. It's going to change my house. It's going to change my workplace. It's going to change my school. It's going to change everything. Because God, right at this moment, I am being caught up in your presence. And I don't want to leave. God, I just want to be here at your feet. Come on, somebody, caught up. Caught up in your presence. Come on, let that be your heart cry. I just want to sit here at your feet. Caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. In this holy moment. I'm not here for blessing, Lord. Jesus, you don't know me. Just lift up a hand towards heaven right now. I don't know. Maybe you're not comfortable with this. Doesn't matter. Just lift up a holy hand. Father, we reach towards you right now. We reach towards you. And God, we ask that you would come into this house today. That you would bring wholeness to hearts that have been broken. Dreams that have been shattered. Wounds that have been encountered. God, God, defeat and victory, failure. All of those things that have impacted hearts. I just know that you're here to heal the brokenhearted. not stuck we're not stuck we can move and, and I'm gonna tell you this morning right here right now that if you'll move if you just step out and just move you know it's not like it just just as a sign of agreement to the heart of God that wants to heal your heart if you just come and just stand here and be caught up in his presence for just a moment I'm telling you I believe that the power of God can heal the brokenhearted that he can he can cause you to become on top and instead of underneath you'll be the head not the tail and my, my God if you'll just let him he'll touch your heart he'll heal your soul he will make you whole again.
Jesus, we just stand in your presence and God, we just begin to declare over the lives of every individual in this house that there is a spirit of freedom and liberty coming like they've never, ever known before. God, set our hearts on fire with, with passion to pursue your purpose and your plan. But God, your presence is the thing that we desire in our life more than any other thing. And so, Father, we just ask right now that your presence would just begin to, to overwhelm us in this place, that we would not just stand here, God, and just take an act, but God, that we would have an experience in the presence of the Most High God. God, that your spirit, like a fire, would sweep over us and be to consume us that God will never be the same again we don't care what we look like we don't care what we sound like we make a declaration today God our heart cries for you and for you alone and all we want we ain't looking for money we ain't looking for opportunity we ain't looking for nothing I just want you I just want I just want you. I just want you. I just want you.
It's almost as if God knows what he's doing. I said it's like he knows and he set us up. You know, it's Jeremiah 29, 11, and, and, and the message is so cool because it literally is God talking, and he says, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. And, and I've got it all planned out. I've got it all planned out. And my plan is to give you the future, and when you see the future I'm going to give you, you're going to realize that's what I've been hoping for. See, some of us have been hoping for a future that we've envisioned, but when we see the one that he sees, we'll go, that's what I was talking about. Come on, some of you can relate. You know that, that you, you wanted something for a long time, and when you got the something you wanted, it wasn't the thing that you needed, but then you saw something that you never considered. You took a hold of that thing, and it was the very thing that you had hoped for all along. So he ain't trying to trick you. But he is trying to lead you, guide you, bring you to a collision course with, with, with purpose and destiny and the very things for which you've been created. Some of us, you know, we, we fight and we struggle so hard for the position that we've taken a stand for. And God's like, I don't want you to stand for none of that. I want you to stand for me. I just want you to stand for me. I want you to say, yeah, I'm serving God. My heart's going to be hot, passionate after God. And if you open doors, God, and, and, and there's something about it, and I can just tell your spirit's there, I'm going through the door. And if you close one, I ain't going to fight you. I'm not going to get you to rewrite your word. That would be compromise. I don't need you to rewrite your word. I need you to re-erect my heart. Need you to straighten me out, not straighten you out. And I, I don't even need you to straighten my path out. I just need you to straighten me out, God, because I just want to be a vessel in your hand that can be used for your purpose. And if your purpose for my life is just to sit in your presence, then that's what I want to do. I don't need recognition, I don't need fame. I don't need position or power or possession. I just need you. I just need you. I just need you. Can that be our prayer? As, as we take this time to move ourselves towards God, we're not stuck. We can move. We're not stuck. We can move. Well, God, will you pick me up and move me? No. Hey, will somebody tell me the six steps? I No. 
You need to press into him and let the spirit of God begin. See, here's what's crazy is that we got Jesus t-shirts and bumper stickers on the car, but we're not really in connection with a relationship with God to where he can stop us in our track and say, whoa, don't do that. Where he can say, hey, come over here. I need you to hear me. I need you. This is what I want. It's like we're not in communication. I'm telling you that that's not God's plan and desire for you. He wants you to be so in tune with him that every day of your journey, you're going man I don't care no weapon formed against me can prosper because I am in Christ right now I can do all things through Christ because he's not the one who's moved we've let our heart open up to so many things At this point, I, I, I just want to, I just want to read again, because I'm, I'm thinking there's a chance that maybe our heart's at a spot right at this moment that it wasn't at 20 some minutes ago. So fear the Lord. Just a real simple way of saying this. Is let God get back on the throne again. Some of us are, we have such a reverential fear for what the world thinks. No, stop it. So fear the Lord and serve Him. Serve Him. Serve Him. Serve Him. Serve Him, serve him with a whole heart. And again, God, we just stand here and we're thanking you that you're healing the brokenhearted. God, we've had excuses, but Lord, we're putting it away. We're not coming up with explanations for why we're not in hot pursuit of you. We're saying, God, you have made us whole. So we're coming in Jesus' name with a whole heart. And we're going to put away the idols. We're going to put away everything that's 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 tried to take your position and we're going to serve you alone as for me and my house it might seem weird it might seem odd it might seem like somebody else wants to do something else well god they have the right to make their choice but as for me and my house as for me and my house it's for me and my family. It's for me and my church. It's for me and my community. God, God, we just take a stand today. We, we are going to stand today. We choose you. We choose you. Nothing else will do. I just want you. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else will do. I just want you. I just want you. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else will do. I just want Nothing else, nothing else, 
one more hand this morning. Celebrate his presence. Come on, celebrate his presence. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Come on, he's worthy of a bigger praise. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you, God, for loving me, accepting me, embracing me. Amen. Somebody say, I'm loved. I'm accepted. I belong. Amen. Hey, go ahead and head back to your seat for a minute. You know, you're loved by God. You're accepted by God. You belong. You, you, there's a place. It's like you've been embraced. And it's like we should be so grateful, so thankful. And, you know, and what we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to kind of move towards the end. You know, duh. But we're going to honor God in our giving. And we ought to have the same electric passion towards you know offering as we do everything else you know the bible says greater love has no man than this you know that he would lay down his life and your life is represented by it's you know we trade our life our time our, our effort our talent our resource we trade it for for money and then we bring the money in and the money represents their life and then you and, and you lay down your life you know there's no greater love i mean you, you know we think we think sometimes that it's you know something else that really that really captivates the heart of god but let me tell you this that that nothing humiliates hell like like you give you know what god you know what god's going to do through your giving today is he's reaching around the world we've we've empowered mothers to, that 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 didn't have food. We were bringing in. We, we actually we got we got some guys that are farming, 
and they're growing the, you know, food, and then the mamas are buying the produce, they're cooking the produce in mass, they're supplying other ladies with the food so that they can open up restaurants so that they can make money, so that they can get their kid into school, and at school we're feeding him and he's getting medical attention, and it's nuts. And, and, and I keep bringing it up because it's like, I don't think the enemy wants you to realize that what you're doing in here on a Sunday morning is changing lives all the way around the world. And I think hell's hoping you don't know about that. I, I, I think the enemy's hoping that you just like you become oblivious to that or, or that you become compromised in this area of your heart or complacent. But let me just tell you something. As for me and my house, we're committed. Yeah, I said, we're committed. And, you know, and I, I, I love services. How many enjoy services like this? I mean, it's just kind of, isn't that awesome? We've been having prayer at noon for 20 days. It's like this every, every time. It's like, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you something. That today, you, you just need to, you need, just need to, it's like, you will be checked. You do understand that. Uh, the enemy will find out. You know what the enemy will want to do? Try to convince you that you didn't mean it. I'm not talking about your offering anymore. We'll get to that in a sec. Well, we'll just pass a book in a minute. But what the devil's strategy is and how he operates is that in this room, see, we all take a stand and we move towards God. Okay, man, you know, I just want you. Okay, even now, some of you are being, we're gonna receive the offering. It's like, even now, see, the enemy's like, well, see, I'm gonna prove to you that you didn't mean it. My God, this will preach, Kev, you understand that? It's like the enemy wants to prove to you that you didn't mean it when you said, I just want you. Oh, really? Let's see what kind of giver you are. Oh, really? Let's see if you'll help somebody before the, you leave the building. I just want you. Oh, oh, really? Let's see if somebody takes your seat or, or you know, something, something's going to happen. And the enemy's going to try to prove to you that you didn't mean that as like you thought you did. But this is our opportunity not to allow the enemy to prove something to us, but for us to prove that we are wholehearted. Huh? And it's not in the amount I give, but it's in the tenacity in which I give. Hello? It's like, let me just tell you something about my faith. My faith loves to kick the devil in the crotch. That's what my faith loves to do. I, I, I love to do the throat punch. I love to poke him in the eyeball. I, I, you know, I love to humiliate hell.